I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly. The Enneagram is a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships, creates language for what motivates us, and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram is a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I'm a philosopher in Greeley, Colorado, and with me is TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram Ninja. Hello. I have, uh, for two years, read down a script to intro our podcast. Uh-huh. I started... The podcast just now, with uh, without tra- I couldn't find my script, and then I realized <laughs> I knew the whole thing. This has never happened before. See, I you sounded a little hesitant in the opening, and I was yeah. I was gonna ask you if you wanted to re-record it, but now I know <laughs> why, and I I feel like that I mean that's a win right there. Let's go. It's a mirror thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't pay attention to things I say. So it's, it's, it's Ron Burgundy over here. Yeah. Right. You just say it over and over again. Speaking of great pop culture stuff we're going to be doing in the future, can I tease where we're going here uh, coming up? I mean, you don't need my permission. You, you I, can do whatever you want. You're an adult. I, I, want, I want you to be in control of your podcast. I suppose you are in control of the podcast. You'll just erase this in I post-production. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So in uh, we're going to do two fun things coming up. First, uh, we are nearly two. Election Day 2022, Oof. and TJ and I are going to tackle voting. Now, here's the thing. We're not talking about who you should vote for, nor are we going to talk about partisanship. There's something really interesting, I think, about talking about your type and how your type comes to the voting process that's just worth naming. Yeah. We, we're we going to try really, really <laughs> hard not to talk about parties or people or uh yeah partisanship like that we're, we're gonna work really hard and we're gonna try really hard in the editing process to cut out anything that might have <laughs> slipped through but also it's possible that some stuff will make it to the final cut we're gonna try really hard not to Longtime listeners will know through our snarky jokes where we probably <laughs> land on these fronts that'll be one second we're gonna do the follow-up to our villain series one of the problems with the villain series self-confessedly, is that uh, it took six months. A lot of pop culture of six months and may have been, you know, kind of kind of kill people with that, right? Sure, yeah. Unless you're really into those movies, uh, like clowns like you and me. Right. So what we're going to do is we're going to do the opposite. We're going to do the Heroes series coming up, but we're going to use the Heroes episodes as kind of filler between our larger deep dives into Enneagram topics. So, so yeah. after every series... Those of you who uh, who skip all of our pop culture stuff, you'll only skip one or two episodes <laughs> at a time now, not, not months. It's also the case that uh, some of you can guess this if you got into our villain series. When we do Heroes, what we're going to do is treat our stress numbers. What does it look like for us in stress to go high? And in that space of going high in your stress number, we think that the best uh, term for that is heroism. Yeah. That there's something about like your most heroic self comes out when you go into places of stress 
and yet perform, act, think, believe, feel in ways that, you know, overcome the adversities in your life for the sake of others. Uh, it's really worth talking about. The way that we're going to tackle that, we're, we're going to use a handful of characters uh, from pop culture, and we're just going to highlight these are the some of the characters that we love and adore who we type as, you know, the type that we're talking about. And we're going to showcase kind of pivotal scenes in those movies. Notice how this character going to stress, how they wrestle through the stress, and why we're so captivated by these movies and their heroism. So yeah. that's what we're going to do. That's going to be a fun series. I'm, I'm excited about that one. If, uh, if you want to tease for that, you can always visit our Instagram feed. We're, I'm trying to get feedback. No, nobody, nobody wants to bite. <laughs> Had one person uh, today who challenged whether Tony Stark was a three. They, mm. were, they were not happy with this designation. So I copied and pasted my notes, which was <laughs> way too long of a comment in response. And uh, But it's a slightly edited. We love you. I we appreciate you. And you're definitely wrong. Tony Stark is a three. <laughs> I don't think this person was a listener. Oh, and if okay. you are a listener, much love. Yeah, that, We love that, you. We appreciate that, you. You're you were, definitely you're the wrong. Only, <laughs> you're the only person that commented. I was really thrilled to see somebody post. Uh, and Chase posted. Chase uh, a handful of things because chase is the man all right man well we're getting in the low side of affect today Ooh, this is our last episode on how we connect and now we're going to talk about like the shadow darkest side of uh of affect yeah it's another one of those things like how do you define the low side of affect we we kind of have circled this for a long time and what tj and i have this kind of come up with is that since affect is about connecting with other people, connecting with the world, sometimes that doesn't happen. And it doesn't happen in kind of a an unhealthy shadow inducing way. And so that state of not connecting with the world is looks like something like isolation. Mm. And it's isolation that is brought on by bad choices. It's isolation that's brought on by not rising up to you know the high side of your motive and stance, as we talked about last week. This is going to be the natural trajectory for a lot of us when things break and we don't handle it well. Yeah. Yeah, last episode, we the high side, we got to talk a lot about how we can respond, like what, what good things are available to us in different places of our type that, that help us respond to that lack or that rejection at, in, in healthier ways. And, and this is all about, uh, you know, the average to unhealthy ways that we respond when people reject us, when people don't give us the love that we're expecting. When, and, and even I, I think that a lot of uh, unhealthy interpretation is, is going to come out here uh, it is going to produce these results as well. Like, like when people don't do things that we expect them to do, regardless of their actual side of it, when we respond in unhealthy ways, it can still be contained in this low side description. That's it. Yeah. C.S. Lewis has a book on heaven and hell called The Great Divorce. Mm -hmm. Only a sliver of a picture of hell in that book um, but in it, the those who are in hell, it's it's like a ghostly world is what he pictures. And it's as though everything is very, very, very thin. Um, all the ghosts can walk through walls and all the rest, you know. They can also construct mansions out of nothing and live in these mansions. Well, all those who are 
pictured in hell have traveled like essentially try to get as far away from everyone else as possible. Hmm. So you have people yeah. who live like like literally hundreds of thousands of miles away from anyone else and sure. they've constructed some home there and they're all by themselves. Nothing wrong with being an introvert. Uh, many totally of us fine. flourish because we're introverts. But there is a there's something else about just the total desire to never connect yeah. with uh, with other human beings. This, as a human being, the function of a human being is wrapped up in in our connecting with one another and flourishing together, and and so that. But there is something dysfunctional. There's something unhealthy. There's something, dare we say, kind of hell like. If if our entire lives were lived in utter isolation self-imposed isolation. You never have to grow. You never have to love another person. You never have to, you know, do anything that isn't primarily self-serving. Uh, that's a bad place to be. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. There's, I, I think there's a really big difference between the, the isolation desired by an introverted nature, which is like not, not necessarily needing other people like the the idea of an introvert is that you get your energy from being alone and at its most basic description and and i think that's really different from intentionally choosing to close yourself off to other people that's right. the isolation we're talking about so in the same way that we did last time when we did the high side and we talked about how our affect and the high side emotive went together affect and the high side of our stance went together so to this time we're just going to look at low side of our stance low side of our motive uh what does it look like for us to be in excess what does it look like for things to get really spoiled and find ourselves in isolation when the love that we crave and the way that we connect with others just isn't reciprocated so that's where we're going yeah if you haven't if if you've gotten this far and haven't figured out that you should probably go back and make sure you listen to everything else that we've already done in this series, you should probably stop now and go back and listen to the other parts because we did lay down a lot of foundation in the previous episodes. Truth. Big idea that we keep coming back to is the idea of lack. Mm -hmm. That is, each of the types try to connect to the world through giving something, giving a gift, creating a space, or offering some ideal. And that's how we connect with the world. So twos, fives, and eights offer either strength, help, or wisdom. Three, sixes, and nines all create spaces of success, calm, or security. Ones, fours, and sevens all offer these ideals into which they're pulling folks. And this is how we connect naturally in our type. These are This is what we offer. When it's not reciprocated, or when it's not accepted, it, that is... We're calling that lack. Lack is the place where relational pain comes into play, where hurt comes into play. And it's from that spot that we need to talk. Because if things are going great in relationships, you are offering this gift, you are offering these spaces, then you're going to be connected with the person or people in front of you. But when that doesn't happen, that's when we're really invited to what seems to be a lot of our lowest points. So... So that's a, that's set up. How are, how are we going to deal with lack? So we're going to start with motive. Twos, fives, and eights all are going to be offering a gift. We've talked about this in the past that when the gifts of twos, fives, and eights aren't received, what happens is their underlying feeling raises up. 
Eights will get angry at the world. Twos will feel a sense of shame at the world in their place. And fives may feel a sense of fear at the world. Because there wasn't a connection, that's kind of like the, the fruit, the, the feeling, I should say, that raises up. When we did our shadow series, here's, here's the move. When you and I did our shadow series, we said the first step towards disintegration, the first step towards each of the types kind of going to their lowest point, it, it begins with fear. Yeah. And for all the types, motive, the low side of our motive, is it starts with fear. And it seems to me you can see fear all over each of the types as they're wrestling with lack. So notice this with eights. Eights are going to get angry at the world, the world, the, the, the specific person or this employer or your kids. They haven't received the strength you're offering. And then anger rises up. But the thing with eights when their strength is rejected, that there's actually something else I think going on in the heart of an eight, and it is they fear being controlled. If somebody had received your strength, that's a place of connection. Somebody had received what you had to offer, that's a place where you find some stability. But if your strength wasn't received, you're vulnerable, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think that that, that strength represents the strength to protect yourself and, and to, to make sure that, that you are the one in charge of your own destiny. And, and when that, when that offering, when, when you say, I offer this strength, this is what I have. And someone says, no, thank you. That, that response, it, it has so much to do with the fear, that fear of vulnerability, the fear of someone else taking control over you. If, if they don't want your strength, then what did they have that they're, that is bigger, more powerful, whatever. Mm. Like, like there's, there's a way to interpret this message that says, this is now something that, that is threatening me. See a ton of eights whose closest relationships come from that foundation of this person received my strength. Yeah. An, an easy one to kind of point to, and we've said this in the past, romantically, I see a ton of eights who are connected to reactive types, specifically sixes and twos. Mm. But specifically with sixes, that eight-six relationship, you'll see a lot of the six longing for someone strong to be in their life that they can, you know, unite to, depend on, that gives them support. The eight's going to feel that. The eight who is giving their strength to the six is going to feel their strength going out, as it were. It's going to know this person is receiving the gift I have. And that creates that connectedness. Imagine the opposite to that. You know, I'm offering my strength to this person. It's not received. It's like it's going out. Intuitively, I imagine eights can feel like I'm trying to give you something. Mm -hmm. It's just not happening. Then the feeling of vulnerability is there. Yeah. And there's, there's a sense of if any kind of challenge to that strength any kind of to to even even questioning that the position that's offered by the 8 to the 8 it represents that that you don't trust me which means that you don't think that i am a person of my word you don't think that i'm strong enough you don't think that i'm capable enough like there there's that that level of like trust is a big thing there, especially in the eight six relationship. That that when that 
when that strength is is challenged in any kind of way, that communicates very clearly to the eight that something about them is being rejected and challenged. Like they, they, this is, they are in control of their world and you are saying they're not. And, and this is a, this is an affront. And of course, eights are going to interpret all of that as anger, but it, it makes them feel like they aren't safe because you don't trust them. Yep. I suppose, and this needs to be said, if we don't care that this person didn't receive our strength or our wisdom or whatever gifts we're giving, you can just move on past this. Right, of course. There's no relationship but there. That's it. Yeah. But if it's the case that the lack of connection, the lack of relationship really does matter in a person for the aid, it's going to materialize as anger mm-hmm. and that anger is going to be directed outward and it's going to raise up all of these sorts of issues. Right. And once those fear issues take place, then we're on the slippery slope right. that we've that we depict in our shadow series where now the intensity of experience desired by eights is going to start to rise up. The feelings of vengeance are going to rise up. Um, those are the natural you know, outcomes of really allowing that fear of being controlled and being vulnerable to, you know, to get a real anchor. Yeah. That one felt a little trickier. The two is, I think, a lot more straightforward. Twos are going to offer their help going to offer their love when it's not received it's going to materialize in their heart as shame if they really care about the person in front of them and it's going to elevate that fear that they have of being unwanted right and that seems a little bit cleaner to me but you can see how quickly you can go from my love's not rejected clearly i'm unwanted right yeah the the eight one is real interesting because it's it's all about vulnerability but that's not what the eight is going to be putting forward the two is a lot easier because they they offer their help they offer their care they offer their genuine uh, concern and and uh like filling your needs before you know to ask and and when that is rejected that's the only thing they have to offer. So obviously you don't want them around. And and it turns into this this interesting cycle of of shame where they they feel shame and and at the unhealthiest spaces it it pushes that shame outward and onto you. This is where the sort of martyrdom thing that is associated with twos comes from. It's because yep. it oh I I suppose I'll be the one to take care of this. That like I'm I remember hearing my mom say things like that. My mom was a great example of a two. And the, this using guilt as a weapon is, is because they feel shame about the fact that you don't want them enough to take care of, to, to receive their help and to take care of them. Yep. And they put that onto you because that they don't know how to handle it. This is the only, this is the next way to connect is, is to keep you close by making you feel shame. You notice that that fear moves right into the sin of pride Mm -hmm. and that elevated sense of self and elevated sense of all that one has done for the others in their life. Yeah. And now you're at the low side of motive. Yep. Not being wanted. Fives are also going to offer gifts of wisdom when they aren't received there's a fear at the world what's interesting here is that the the fear is for fives is of being incompetent Mm -hmm. if other people aren't receiving 
the good wisdom, these pearls that you have and that you're offering, those, those pearls might be suspect. You may be getting this wrong. Uh, you may not be informed. Other people clearly don't want to connect you, with you on that front. I suppose that's where my mind went. Do you have thoughts on fives or, or and even wisdom that, not being received? That you haven't studied enough to be prepared. Yeah. Like I, I think about dance moves a lot with, with fives. I don't know why, but like you, you have to learn how to dance. And like there's, there's really, per, there's a lot of particular moves like, like ballroom dancing, not just like dancing at a club, but like ballroom dancing. You have to learn the steps of how to ballroom dance before you can dance. And, Typically, fives want to study everything there is to know about ballroom dancing and probably some other types of dancing as well. And and they want to know all of that before they practice it. But you can't learn dancing without practicing. Sure. And so, so the idea of like offering your information and having that, that, that lack, having, having people reject that or, or not even not receive it even or or even people taking the information and using it improperly what that communicates is that that you have something that other people don't want or your information is is faulty like you have not studied enough so when you step out onto the dance floor you look like a fool so the fear that comes out it it, it pushes into fear of everything that's out there and causes a retreat. Yeah. If everything out there is, is to be feared because obviously I don't know enough to know how to dance, I'm going to step back and learn more about how to dance. That withdrawn, isolating move, that's a greedy move. It's a stingy move. Uh, and when it material, that fear materializes in right. the heart and mind of a right. five moves into their sin and fixation. Yeah. And I think a special note needs to be made here that there's, there's also a sense of like if someone takes the information that you offer and and, and uses it improperly, part of that fear is that if you share anything else, then they're going to use that improperly too. Right. So yeah, the, the, the greediness really comes in at that point and says, okay, fine. Then I, I'm not going to share because you messed up the last thing I shared and now I can't trust you. I suppose looking at the list in front of me, the rejected wisdom is about the head for fives. Rejected love is about the heart for twos and rejected strength is about the body for yep. eights. Yep. And so that the rejection is coming from their center. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see that in all the other types too. Yeah, that, that's true. Three sixes and nines are pragmatists. They uh, offer spaces for others. The nine is going to offer that calming space, that peaceful space to others. That's how connection happens. I'm going to create these spaces in which you can dwell, I can dwell, and things are harmonious. When that doesn't happen, again, materializes as anger in the heart of a nine. The space was seeking to be constructed, correct? And the fear for nines is that of losing connection. Yeah. So apparently I haven't created a space where there's harmony. What one is probably feeling then is a loss of connection because apparently the space wasn't harmonious, yeah? Yeah, and and I think there's... I, I, I think there's also... A, it's not just loss of connection, but I think it's, it's also like the thing before connection. It's like connection can't happen here. 
I was desiring to have a peaceful interaction and, and you were rejecting the peace I'm offering this, this oh, kind of space. And, and the fact that you don't want this means that we can't be connected, connected in the first place. I should have said that three sixes and nines attach. Right. And that's exactly what's taking place. Right. You offered the peace and calm space. It was rejected. So there wasn't an attachment. Right. And so then the fear emerges. Yeah. Of losing connection. Yeah. And, and, and like we nines want everything to be peaceful and harmonious and, and for all of us to get along and be together, you know, and, and not like, you know, together in the same room, but, but, we should all be able to work together and, and, and live in community and, and go where we want to and, and be people, be humans. And when someone rejects the peace that I'm creating, when someone doesn't want the type of harmonious living that I'm offering, there is no connection there. There is no attachment because that's the thing that I have to offer is a peaceful space. Again, as we showcase in the past, that fear of losing connection is that first step towards the shadow for nines, which eventually leads to that sloth in the heart mm-hmm. and lethargy in the mind. Yeah. It's what, if they didn't embrace this connection, I'm going to just step away from all of that. Yeah. I want everyone to get along. And the pragmatist side of me says, some people are not going to get along and some people are not going to like me. And so it's okay that you're over there and I'm over here. And realistically at the core of me, I kind of want everyone to get along. And the fact that you don't want that means I just don't care about you. Yep. That's a resignation. Yeah. And it's, there's also a lot of that pointed at myself. Like that, that's something that's, that's important for three, six, nine is that it's not just pointed outward. It's also pointed inward if people don't want what I'm offering, then obviously what I'm offering is not good enough or, or just doesn't matter to people. And, and I'm, I'm now pointing that energy, that connection, that, that lack of caring at myself as well. Part of why I'm so tired all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a lot of energy. Yep. Threes are going to try and create spaces where everybody feels successful. When that doesn't happen again that rule of your underlying feeling emerges and there's shame and as we've talked about it in the past that shame's going both ways it can be felt inwardly it can be felt at how the world perceives the three the attachment the connection with others is based on i was going to create these spaces for us to succeed together if that doesn't happen then i might not have what it takes I might not have real value. I may be worthless. Mm-hmm. And the, the fear for threes, I think, comes in real cleanly again at that spot. If the space isn't created, clearly you're, you might be worthless. And that is a fear threes want to avoid. Yeah. And also, like, like that feeling of worthlessness, but also the, the sense of failure, I think, really feeds that. Because if, if this space is not successful and if other people don't perceive it as successful, then obviously it's a failure mm-hmm. and and because threes identify so much with this sort of image that they are putting out into the world if this space is a failure i am a failure and that means i have no value but especially i suppose when 
there's the lack of relationship. The three mm-hmm. was trying to offer the space that was successful. Nobody stuck around. The three is left isolated. Then, then what do you do? Right. You know? Right. Then, then you failed. You're worthless. People, right. people don't care about what you are capable of. The interesting move for threes here is we've showcased the shadow side of threes. Is threes don't stay in that spot. Right. They start moving. Right. And eventually the deceptive side of the heart of a three is going to start telling their inner life some stories about themselves. May spin things, uh, reframe things in the world out there. Mm-hmm. Try to elevate their worth in their language, even if it's the case that they're lying about about who they are. Right. Yeah, I uh, I had an in- interesting conversation recently about someone who I don't think is a three, but but one of the things that we said about this person is that like they they have to win in every single conversation. Like they're smart, they're they're interesting, they know a lot about a lot of interesting topics, but every single conversation is a battle, and they must win. And part of this person's strategy to win is to make sure everyone else loses. And in a similar way, I think that that when threes get in this really sort of destructive place, this really unhealthy sense of needing to protect themselves from the worthlessness that they feel, from the shame that they feel about their worthlessness, they'll start pushing their failures onto others. It's not that I failed. It's that you failed to set me up correctly. It's that... You messed up these things, and I couldn't have succeeded in this space. And, and like that sort of outward push. And it, it is, to a degree, it's certainly rewriting their own history. And it, it depends on the health, I think, as to what, how thoroughly they believe their own re- revision. Right. You know? Reading, uh, there was a biography that came out yesterday about a famous person whose father died. It was a big, it was a big uh, event in their town, and he got up to give the eulogy at his father's funeral, mm-hmm. and it was all about how successful he was in that city. Mm. And everybody who had come to the funeral thought it was the most bizarre thing they'd ever seen. Like sure. kind of the kind of image is like it's the it's a funeral for your dad and you're talking about your resume. That's isolation. Yeah. That is loneliness. That's not connecting and it's I'm just trying to cast an image. Yeah. Anyway, the that's what came to my mind as you were talking there is like, "Oh, hey, I just read about this." Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, so like the 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 shame being an internal force. Yeah. The three really wants to get away from that shame because shame represents failure. And so they push it outward into the world. That's it. That's a, that's a good line. Sixes, likewise, are creating that space of safety for themselves and others. If that doesn't materialize, that's anxiety and fear. Yep. Both at the world out there yep. and at their own uh, abilities. Again, the attachment isn't there. I tried to create the space, I didn't connect. So the fear is there because because there's no attachment to others. Mm-hmm. And that invites the fear for sixes, which is lacking support. Right. Yeah, the, there's, the, the word fidelity is really important to sixes, whether they know it or not. It's like, I, I do these things for you and you do these things for me. We are connected because we take care of each other. 
I take care of you, you take care of me. And and that is on a whole host of fronts. It doesn't necessarily have to be a dollar for dollar exchange, but but it's that they're they're creating this space where everyone is secure and 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 secure in their relationships and the lack of reciprocation there even more than fearing the lack of support they also like they turn it inward they have not done enough they have done the wrong things they they broke the rules they didn't follow the order they they messed up somehow and now you are are not part of their support system. They've they've failed to do what you needed, and now you were failing to do what they need. And and the connection, the the attachment for them that that has so much to do with having a space where they feel safe. And when that's gone, they're not safe because you aren't protecting them because they didn't do do enough. Right. And you can, again, see the slippery slope towards self-doubt in their hearts materializing as either cowardice or recklessness. Yeah. Bang. Those are the pragmatists. The idealists are ones, fours, and sevens. All are going to offer, try and pull people into their ideals is how they connect with the world. When those ideals aren't realized or when others won't be pulled, that's going to be an invitation again to their underlying feeling of anger, shame, and fear. For ones, it's anger. What's interesting here is the one is going to have ideals about how the world should be, try and pull others into them. When that doesn't happen, they get angry. But the anger isn't at the world out there necessarily. It first and foremost, when it's really toxic, it's about themselves. Right. Uh, you're not good enough to pull people into your ideals. And that's about their own abilities. It's about their... Well, it's, it, it invites their fear. Their fear is of being corrupted. Somehow you're tainted. That's why people don't want to do stuff with you. Right, right. You you failed in the first place. And and by in the first place, I mean in the core of your being. You Something is wrong mm-hmm. with you that people don't want to join you in the things that you're trying to create and build and perfect. And yeah. Leads towards the sin of wrath. That wrath is at themselves. And the fixation of being just hypersensitive to any failure that they may have. And that can be that, that doom loop. Mm-hmm. All of these types have that doom loop yeah. getting stuck in there, sitting in fixation. Yeah. That's how it is for ones. Yep. Fours likewise have ideals. They're romantic ideals. If somebody doesn't want to join you, it's going to be a shame, not an anger that materialize. So clearly there's something defective about me that keeps others from wanting to connect with me in the ways, the romantic ways I desire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, it, it's a lot like the ones, but I think with ones it's, it's that being fundamentally flawed. And I think with fours, it's being fundamentally out of place. Mm. Like the, that sense of envy, the it's rooted to this, this idea that I'm missing something that I don't belong here. That like it, like I said, it's a lot like ones, but it, it is it's much more introspective, I think, than ones are going to give themselves credit for. And like yeah. I, I think ones just stop it. I, I'm flawed, and I think fours go, oh, here's the here's the details of the things that I'm missing that that prevents me from being part of part of the cool kids, you know, prevents me yeah. from having these relationships that that prevents me from connecting to people in ways that that they don't 
throw away. Go get on the Spotify and turn on Creep by Radiohead. Yeah. You you like quoted, I don't think intentionally, like three of the lines from Creep. <laughs> I don't belong here. It was very here. unintentional. Yeah. <laughs> I'm but, a creep. I'm a... But I do want to say that, like, as great of a four-ish anthem as I think Creep is, it also sort of celebrates it in a way that right. I think is not... Yeah, we, we, we could talk about that song forever, but yeah. You had mentioned the other word that this is going to invite envy in their heart. Yeah. The, the comparative nature of fours comes out here. And envy, when it moves into the head, be, becomes melancholy. And living in that space, if people won't connect to me because I don't belong here, I'm, I'm the because uh, well, because the melancholy sort of s- slips in and set and accepts your fate. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh well, this is where we're gonna be. Yeah. There's the stance as well. We kind of said this with with nines. It's the it's it's almost like a elevation of the withdrawn, mm-hmm. like the very negative side to being a withdrawn type there yeah all sorts of great things about being withdrawn that that may be a real struggle (laughs) yes Yes. sevens (laughs) sevens are going to be pulling people into the next adventure got an ideal place to go when that doesn't happen and we talked about this in the past that can be isolating sevens can do the adventure on their own right but sometimes the ideal isn't hit like you want to do the things and and yet they blow apart in front of you Mm mm-hmm and now you're stuck. Or or even you have an idealized version of how relationships are supposed to go or like the, this is one of the interesting ways that that we really see the cross with with ones and fours because especially in relationships I think that that sevens have this this vision of how great things are going to be. And so even normal relational struggles will represent a lack two sevens and i think the unhealthy response is it it like it is that like i'm going to be stuck here i'm 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 a now i'm fearful of what this relationship represents and it's it's turning inward to the things that like that that fear gets expressed inward yep fear expressed inward is probably about like dark stuff that you haven't dealt with for a while. Yeah. No, it's down. No, it's down there. But if you can outrun it, then you don't ever have to deal with it. It's fine. It's where the stuckedness can become a problem. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about the fear of deprivation on that front for sevens? Yeah, I think that um, like part of how sevens deal with that fear of of, of being deprived of of not of having the things that they need taken away from them or not in front of them in the first place. The part of how they respond is to make sure they always have a chance is, is to make sure they don't get stuck ever. Uh, they don't want to be in hard conversations. They, they don't want to face the unpleasant feelings. They don't want to be in places where they might not be able to get another scoop of ice cream. They always want to make sure there is an opportunity to get the, to the things like the grass is always greener and I want to make sure that I have a direct path to that grass on the other side. I don't necessarily need to go there right away, but I need to make sure that I have a foot in the door to make sure that I can get there. Right. And part of how I I really think that part of how this whole thing comes down when, when 
sevens are facing that lack is to double down on getting the opportunities. I think sevens are the ones that are most likely to run away from hard parts of relationships and, and to, to just push out and say, okay, I, since we're stuck in this hard place, I'm going to go somewhere else. Low side of motive. Yep. Big idea. Again, like your fears just going to invite some of the, what the lack of connection can really give an opportunity for your fear to take a hold. Yeah. And so again, I kind of tease this, but if, if you want to do more work here, we did a series called shadows a little less than a year ago. And we, we spend seven, seven episodes kind of walking through, you know, what that looks like for, for our low side to really come forth, but broken relationships, those invite fear, Mm -hmm. fear invites our worst self. Yeah. I do want to say one more real quick thing about sevens. I think there's a, another response as well is that that sure. when when they experience lack in the idealistic relationship they are looking for, they get stuck in a pit. Oh, sure. The fear of deprivation yep. takes over yep. and and completely it it not only isolates them, but it, it 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 builds this well for their inner self that they get stuck in. This is this is one of the places where the, the most destructive depression comes yeah. for sevens. Can't outrun that. Right. Like relationships are well. Yeah. You're even if you're in the relationship, even if you are traveling or whatever, you're still in that relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not something you can outrun. Right. Yeah, thing on that one. Brings us to the low side of stance. We've said this a handful of times about the low side of stance that when things are bad in stance, you're unbalanced. And the language we use is having a repressed center. So all of us naturally have a either, we're either thinking repressed, action repressed, or feeling repressed. What happens, it seems to me, when relationships don't go well, our repressed center gets inflamed. It's like we become even more unbalanced. Sure. Um, so starting with the twos, fives and eights again, they're offering the gift. Here's my strength. Here's my wisdom. Here's my help. It's not received for the eight that gives an invitation to become even more feeling repressed. Yeah. I don't care about their feelings or my feelings and I'm pushing on to the next thing. Right. I'm going to expect rejection. Twos, fives and eights all expect rejection when, when they don't, uh, when they experience lack. And that's the place that they end up living. You got thoughts on the repressed center for for these? Yeah, I think that I think that we saw this a little bit in in the motive, in the low side of that motive for for all of these types. That that there's a there's a way that that motive sort of feeds. Like it, this is kind of like the next step. It's like the the I, I like that thought of the repressed center being inflamed because the, I I think the next thing that sort of comes out from eights is that like they they push down they they do more work to to close off their own feelings and don't care more about how their behavior affects other people like it's it's like pushing into that lack of of engagement with their feeling center because like they they expected rejection, you rejected them, and that is going to make them expect rejection more. And it's it's a total it's a disengagement from the feeling center. Same way, twos are going to disengage from the thinking center. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you have not received my love and help. Jesus will get reactionary, get very emotional in those spaces that we, as we kind of talked about in terms of the, it's not tempered. Their, their behavior isn't tempered by thinking in those spaces. Right. Right. You, you can see like the big feelings come out bigger here. The, um, yeah. And, and almost an inability to, to sort of understand that like it, it might not be someone rejecting you, but maybe they don't need the thing that you're offering. And because your thinking center is shutting down further, you aren't processing that there might be a reasonable explanation for why you were feeling rejected by these people. Difficult spot to be in because twos, threes, and fours are going to get so much of their value from the attention they gain from others. Right. And so in that, when that goes into that spot where I can't process that mentally, all, all you have is, is action and emotion. Right. Right. And there isn't a way to balance those two things and, and bring them into their pop, proper place. Yep. Paired with that is the elevated, well, I'll, I'll just expect to be rejected. Yeah. And, and because I expect to re- be rejected, I'll help more. Oh, there you go. Yeah. How does that play out? That feels, that feels like those are opposites, but they're not. Because the, it's, it's, it's a lot like the sort of the codependence problem that twos have. And when all you have is feeling and doing and, and you're not processing like what, what place you should be serving, the reaction that comes out of it is they don't love me because I haven't done enough. And, right. and because they're rejecting me, I need to do more. Twos earn love. That's a primary way that they are in the world to right. satisfy their motive. Right. And that just gets enhanced in yep. that space. Yep. Real similar to the eights, I suppose, on this front. The eights are going are gonna to be aggressive. They're going to take hold of agency. Yeah. Their expected rejection is going to materialize in that way. If they're relationally hurt, yep. well, I will just take control more yep. of myself and my relationships and the rest. Exactly. Going to see that, I suppose, with the fives as well. The fives are going to be offering the insights, knowledge, wisdom, not received, invitation to withdraw and just not engage their body. There's going to be a severe withdrawing for more observation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 The, the This came out, I, I, I feel like I said it sort of uh, previewing where we were going with this. But like, like if, if you spend a ton of time studying your dance moves and you step out on the dance floor and your partner is like, you can't dance, the response for fives is to leave and go study dancing more. Like, like go, go learn more. I'm going to, I, obviously I wasn't prepared enough and, yeah. and you've rejected me because the thing that I had to offer wasn't enough for you. And so I'm going to go get more, but I have to do that by retreating. Yeah. And notice it's a, it's a retreat for more knowledge as opposed to a stepping forward into action where you might actually learn in a different kind of way, right? In a very physical kind of way, in a participatory sort of way. Right. Right. The, the way that fives combat their fear of incompetence of, of, not having enough information of of not being prepared is by gathering resources by by gathering information and when those offerings are rejected 
they step back to gather more. Notice the severe tilt to one side here. If you're not balanced and you just push so far to one side, you surrender thinking, you surrender feeling, you surrender action. Mm-hmm. That just creates, that's, that's a bad place to be. Right. And that's what needs to get exposed here. The low side of stance looks like being unbalanced in these ways. Right. For the pragmatists, for three sixes and nines, again, they lack connection because that space wasn't realized. One of the things that has come up in our conversation is that that produces a sense of what we call dread Mm -hmm. of their repressed center. Nines will dread action, threes dread their feelings, and sixes dread as a form of thinking. So walking through this real quick for nines, you're trying to create this space of calm and peace. It's how you're connecting to the world. When that's not embraced by the other or even warred against by the other, there's an invitation to action, yeah? Yeah. I need to talk to this person. (laughs) I'm going to have to face this conflict. I'm going to have to do something about the way that this is disrupting my peace. And, and, And I'm going to have to enter into some kind of unpleasantness with the person that I'm trying to maintain connection to. This can happen in families. It can happen in jobs. Obviously, it can happen in romantic relationships. The place I see it with TJ most frequently, I suppose, not very frequently, maybe once a year, but it's TJ has staff, and sometimes staff have to be confronted. Yep. Because something is broken, and that's a very difficult spot to be. Yep. In for TJ. The, the sense of dread of having to have that conversation. Yeah. It's terrible. It's awful. It's there's so much wrapped up in i i don't want to hurt this person's feelings i don't want to i don't want them to quit i don't want them i don't want to make them feel like i don't trust them or like them or have them on my like i like i don't want them to be on my staff and unfortunately i also know that this is something that i have to do and that makes it that much worse you know what you could do is you could just detach. I could easily just attach. I'll just deal with it. Kick that can down the road, man. Expecting rejection for twos, fives, and eights and detaching for three, sixes, and nines. We've talked about this as fruit. Sometimes the fruit can be very healthy. There's There are times you need to expect rejection. That's a good thing. There are times you need to detach. That's a good thing. Sometimes that's not a healthy move. Right. And you know it's unhealthy because it's coming from that spot that you're acting out of imbalance with your repressed center. Right, right. So there, yeah, there's a really big difference between me not engaging a conflict that won't matter in two hours and me pushing off a hard conversation for months because I don't want to have it. That's it. You'll notice again that low side, it's, I want to call this strategy, but where eights are going to take hold of agency, twos earn love, and fives withdraw for wisdom. The nine is going to withdraw. That's their stance. They're going to withdraw for peace. Yep. And that can be done in a very, un, a low, a low way. Yeah. That's what that looks like. I'm detaching. I'm withdrawing for peace. It's all coming out of the fact that I can't shore up my repress center. Right. Right. I suppose a bit of health just halfway through here. It's <laughs> if you do stance work, broken relationships, and especially relationships that lack, 
where what you need as a person, given your type, you need certain things. You need some people to receive what you're offering. If you come into those relationships and you've done stance work, it makes rejection or you know relationships that don't connect much easier to navigate. Right. And those are unavoidable. It's just right. unavoidable to you know to not have some broken relationships. Right. Part of living. Dumb. Threes are creating that space for excellence. Gonna dread having to have emotional conversations with that person. And partially that's because they don't want to have to get in touch with their own feelings about the matter. Right. Much easier to move to the next thing and win yeah. than to have to deal with this overly emotional thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's I, I think it's it's really important, like in the same way that like the dreading action has so much to do with the inner turmoil as well as the potential conflict out there. The dreading feelings has so much to do with not knowing, not really wanting to enter into the messy space of this other person's emotions and also not wanting to enter into the messy space of my emotions. Yep. I don't have time to spend on the feelings that it takes to deal with this, so I'm going to do it later. And notice there's the fruit. It's gonna, yep. The three in that moment can detach, and that's an unhealthy move. Right. They could detach and just say, I'm going to go somewhere else and win You know, in that other job. You know, I'm going to go win in that other relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go win in that other city. Yeah. And all of these are just, you know, running away from what what's actually needing work within you. Right. Elevating your your repressed center. And I think this is an interesting place where, where th- if you know a three well enough, you can also see the threes detaching from themselves in order to pretend through yep. solving this problem. The, the, that detachment has it it's it can easily be pointed inward as well. Yep. Uh, yeah. In same, the same way same. that that nines will just stop yeah. caring. Exactly. Threes will will detach from their feelings and just go along in or in the best possible way to to succeed at the conflict. Yep. So one of the I'm sure we'll find more language for this, but for three sixes and nines, it's the direction is both ways. Mm-hmm. For twos, fives, and eights, it's always outward. For ones, fours, and sevens, it's inward. Yep. Real interesting on that front. Yeah. Sixes, creating those spaces of safety, are going to dread engaging their heads. This is a tricky one for me. I would love your thoughts on it. I don't know how to put language to this one. Partly because we all, like the the only possible way we ever process anything is through our thoughts. So if... If you're dreading your thoughts, then how can you possibly understand anything? And that's the trick. They don't it's understand. Trusting. They get stuck in in this cycle of not being able to trust their thoughts. So in, if I don't trust my thoughts, I actually have an aversion to even doing the hard work of getting my head around things in the first place. Yeah. And, and chaining lives here. The, oh, there you go. Um, yeah. yeah. The needing... We also talk about another triad where sixes respond to conflict by with with emotions. They want to tell you how they feel, and they want you to tell them how how you feel, and they want to know that there's some understanding there. and And part of that 
is tied to this place where because they dread their own thoughts, they need other people to validate their thinking. They're, they're outward processors in part because of this. Yeah. And, and, and it even becomes this thing where they're, they're afraid to say their thoughts out loud because they don't trust them enough, but they have to say their thoughts out loud out loud because they don't trust them enough. And it becomes this, this, this is, this is one of the places where it, this is one of the hardest things about being a six because not being able to trust your own thoughts is a very difficult place to live. And so, so the outsourcing of thinking, the, the way that sixes sort of glum onto some type of hierarchy or authority system, that when sixes are in a relationship with an eight, part of that is because the eight will take control and sixes will let them. Yeah. But when that, yeah. that, that lack happens, when the, the, the fidelity is not felt, it becomes this cycle of not thinking and not trusting the thoughts that are happening and trying not to think. And so they act on their feelings and, and like they become emotional and also they're just going to do the next thing. Never have put the fat. I've seen this list so many times of detach, detach, detach. I'm always thinking that it's detaching from the stuff out there. It's not. It's detaching from within. Mm-hmm. The six it's is both. detaching. Yeah. yeah, it's both for yeah. these. I, I suppose I hadn't thought of it on the inward way. Yeah. The six is detaching from their thinking. So I just, I all I need to do is work hard enough to earn the fidelity of the people around me and I'll be fine. I don't need to think for myself. If I follow the rules, then I don't have to worry about yes. where the rules come from. Right. Yeah. Same thing with threes are detaching from their emotions and nines are detaching from action. Yeah. And all that's an inward thing. Hey folks, uh, we're going to pause here and we'll pick up with the idealists, the one fours and sevens next time. We'll also talk about how lack can cause us to hold back our best selves and the good we have to offer, further isolating us from others and the rest of the world. And we'd love to engage with you on Twitter or Instagram if you have any thoughts about this episode. And you can always find links to those and our other materials at aroundthecircle.org. There you'll also find a link to our Patreon, which can help connect you to our online groups meeting every other Sunday. We do love those stars and reviews on our platform of choice, but the best way you can help us with our podcast is to share this with someone you love. I'm TJ Wilson. He's Jeff Cook. And who you aren't isn't interesting. Interesting.